This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. NTL Now is also made possible by Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility in Troy. See them today for your brace and mobility needs for the injured athlete in your family. And by Mansfield University. See your future at Mansfield University by going online at mansfield.edu. Now let's join the hosts of NTL Now, along with Joe Carrion, here's Shane Wilbur. The NTL Now podcast is back and on the air right here for you this week. Glad to be back. Shane Wilbur here with you and ready to roll. Joe Carrion, unfortunately, uh, due to some family matters, will not be joining me this week, but that's okay because still a jam-packed episode to go here as another week looms after a really busy postseason uh, couple of weeks here, uh, not only for districts, but also now, of course, uh, after last week's state wrestling tournament, of course, a lot of our area basketball teams winding up their postseasons as well uh, with some first round state matchups too. even one uh, advancing on into the second round that was completed as well earlier this week too so yes we've got a lot to discuss there also of course uh, you know for any of our area teams or athletes who may be involved uh, in the swimming and diving championships well a big press release coming out uh, earlier in the week from the PIAA as well we've got that uh, to read for you as well to kind of hear how the PIAA is reacting and assessing things when it comes to the coronavirus. That's right. Or uh, I guess is technically medically known as COVID-19. Regardless, uh, it is a big issue uh, haunting not only the national sports scene, but also the high school sports scene as well uh, when it comes to basketball and swimming and diving as well. So yeah, I'll have an update on the uh, PIAA press release that was uh, released to a lot of the athletic directors and coaches as well here uh, earlier in the week. But before we really start diving into all of that, of course, here on the NTL Now podcast, we always uh, take some time and uh, give some notice to all of the uh, sports teams out there and, uh, you know, as we always do, encourage teams to send us information uh, when it comes to fundraisers. You know, I know high school athletics is a big thing and fundraising, of course, a big thing of all the booster clubs, no matter what sport you are in. And uh, I do have a couple of fundraisers here to bring to your attention as we are ending towards the month of March. And uh, they actually happen to deal with a couple of football teams that are having some fundraisers here coming up in the near future. Actually, should mark your calendars now. Uh, for the weekend of March 28th and March 29th because coming up on Saturday, March 28th, it will be a football benefit for the Athens football team. Uh, The Athens football team has uh, organized a cornhole tournament. That's going to be taking place uh, Saturday, March 28th, as I said, at Tanner's Bar and Grill up in Athens. Uh, 11 a.m. will be registration time. Bags are expected to fly starting at noon. Cost for the cornhole tournament will be $4.00. 
$40 per team. Plus, uh, for other fundraising purposes, uh, they're going to have other raffles as well. Plus, you don't want to miss out on the barbecue chicken that's going to be provided by the Athens Borough Fire Department. That's right. They've got the, uh, what do they call it, the special moose juice ready to go uh, from the Athens Borough Fire Department. So definitely don't want to miss out on that. They're going to have uh, barbecue chicken there uh, for sale and everything as well. Now, of course, uh, as I said, you know, for this fundraiser, uh, proceeds of this are actually going to benefit uh, the Athens football team as they are getting ready to take a team trip to Florida coming up in August for week one. So, yes, they've got the opportunity to uh, travel down south for a great time and uh, an opportunity to, uh, you know, play somebody different here uh, down south. So, yes, they're going to use the proceeds from this event and put it towards their Florida trip coming up in August. But, yes, if you uh, have any questions, uh, maybe want some more information, uh, get a hold of Coach Jack Young or also uh, you could call Tanners as well. They'll have some information for you there. But, yes, we can definitely tell you Saturday, March 28th, Tanners Bar and Grill, the place to be to uh, help raise money for the Athens football team and their cornhole tournament coming up. And, as I said, cost is $40 per team and all proceeds, of course, will benefit their Florida trip. Now, another football fundraiser coming up that same weekend uh, will benefit the Canton Warrior football team as they are getting ready for their annual chicken and biscuit dinner that will be uh, Sunday the 29th. That's going to be held at the Canton Moose Lodge, where it always is. Uh, Cost for this event, it's just a donation. You don't have to come in and get any kind of uh, special uh, you know, cost or anything. All they ask is a donation. They will have takeout containers available as well for this event. Uh, The benefit dinner for this will go from noon to 4, Sunday the 29th. They will have a Chinese auction going on as well. And, of course, as always, all proceeds from this chicken and biscuit dinner will go to help benefit the Canton Warrior Football Fund. So that's what you have going on here as we get ready for the beginning part uh, of the uh, season. You know, I know football season's only really, you know, a couple months away. You're going to see teams really starting to rally, get ready for 7-on-7, and this is kind of, you know, that big fundraising time uh, for some of these area football teams. So, yes, if you can, uh, come on out and support the Athens football team on Saturday the 28th the Canton football team on Sunday the 29th. And hey, if you're feeling really froggy and adventurous, why not come out and uh, support both? Uh, over that entire weekend so just a couple of fundraisers there that uh, we want to bring notice to now remember if you are a coach or you know maybe a parent or part of a booster club and you want to get some information out because your uh, area athletic team has having a fundraiser hey feel free to pass those along you know just go to our ntl now podcast facebook page drop us some information about it you know tell us all the pertinent details you know who's doing it where are you doing it when you know or the uh, fundraising, whatever that's going on, and uh, just uh, drop us those details there at our NTL Now uh, podcast page on Facebook, and uh, we'll gladly get that information out there and right here on the podcast, as we always do. So now that we've covered some fundraising time, well, we're going to take a quick step aside here because we got to thank our friends from Circle W Sports. Uh, but when we come back, well, the uh, big topic in the news lately is the coronavirus virus and of course uh, the COVID-19 and you know it's a, a big thing going on right now and of course as I said 
PIAA uh, releasing a statement on that uh, regarding the basketball and swimming and diving championships. So we're going to talk about that coming up here in just a short. Also, we're going to talk state basketball and, of course, state wrestling as well on the docket here in this week's podcast, too. And, of course, uh, when you talk about state wrestling, how about senior Keegan Braun from the Athens Wildcats, huh? What a great season it's been for him. He comes home with a state medal uh, after earning his spot in the state tournament last week. He's actually going to be our special guest coming up here a little bit later on in the podcast, so definitely stick around for that. But when we come back, we dive into uh, some things going on in the PIAA, so stick around uh, right here on the NTL Now podcast, and we'll be back after this quick timeout from our friends at Circle W Sports. Growing up in a small town. It's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level. Circle W Sports helped me get the exposure I needed. It's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player, but the rest of our team, guys that they might not be thought they were interested in before they went to the website. So Circle W has really done that. It links highlight films, contact information, and everything that the coach would need. Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. And a big thanks, as always, to my main man, Ed Weaver, and, of course, his uh, great company, Circle W Sports. Remember, folks, uh, you're looking for more information on, you know, what Circle W Sports uh, can do for the athletes in our area. Hey, go ahead, check them out uh, online at CircleWSports.com and, of course, uh, on Facebook as well. Get a hold of Ed. You know, maybe you're uh, looking to see what can be done to uh, maybe boost your athlete's profile. Hey, you know, Ed's uh, really expanding that Circle W Sports line out into a lot of our area schools so uh, you know check things out and uh, you know just see what's up with Circle W Sports. All right now before we went into the timeout of course a lot of folks out there you know really discussing what is going on uh, with the coronavirus you know the COVID-19 it's really a big topic of discussion here not only uh, on the national scene but uh, also really starting to infiltrate the uh, scene of the high school world as well and of course uh, you know it's really uh, you know kind of something that is being uh, taken on a very serious note, as it should be, you know, by a lot of area school districts. And, of course, uh, you know, it's affecting uh, now the postseason of some high school sports here uh, in the PIAA. And, of course, you know, they uh, released a statement here uh, earlier in the week, uh, a few hours ago, I guess I should say. And this one uh, came out here via the PIAA Board of Directors, and uh, they have decided uh, by a unanimous vote uh, that they will be suspending the PIAA basketball and AA boys and girls swimming and diving championships as well. Uh, time period is minimally a two-week period. The board of directors in consultation with various health departments believe this action is the best interest of our member schools, student athletes, sports officials, and of course the general public. PIAA, by enforcing a two-week hiatus from the basketball and AA swimming championships, believe this action action will allow schools to perform self-assessments and make decisions to promote optimal health conditions in their communities. Also, uh, PIAA Executive Director Dr. Lombardi stated, the Board of Directors are committed to promoting an environment of healthy athletic competition that is consistent with current health department and the Center for Disease Control guidelines. The PIAA Sports Medicine Community will be meeting this weekend for further discussion on the matter. Of course, modifying 
modifications to the tournaments uh, will include limiting team and spectator parties, health recertification by authorized medical professionals, and changes to game day procedures. Uh, additional direction to competing schools will be provided over the coming days uh, in consultation with school and administration uh, being a part of that. So, yes, as you can tell, the PIAA being very proactive when it comes to a lot of what's going on here with the coronavirus. Now, of course, a lot of our area teams now, uh, as far as the basketball side goes, uh, you know, are not going to be affected by this. But uh, I think what we need to look at when it comes to the coronavirus is the fact that, you know, we are very close to the spring sports seasons. I mean, we've got baseball, softball, track and field coming up here on the horizon. And I think what's going to be interesting to see is uh, where will uh, our spring sports seasons uh, be at uh, come, you know, even uh, as early as next week. You know, it's not going to surprise me or probably anyone here in the area to see uh, potentially, you know, superintendents, uh, athletic staffs, uh, you know, probably uh, high-ranking officials uh, with the teachers, you know, meeting and deciding, hey, you know, what what do we need to do to take the proper steps to keep not only uh, our community safe, our student athletes safe? I mean, there are a lot of discussions that are going to have to happen here over these next few days because, I mean, you're going to have a lot of student athletes in limbo, uh, a lot of parents just in general in limbo. I mean, this expands further out than just athletics. I mean, I know we sit here, you know, on the NTL Now podcast, you know, we talk about a lot of our area sports, you know, try to shine our athletes, but, you know, sometimes there are matters and instances that uh, are bigger than sports but you know for this uh, coronavirus where you know we just we don't know I mean there's a lot of unanswered questions here when it comes to this and uh, right now you know I think it's going to be uh, interesting to see uh, what we uh, hear coming down the line so like I said don't be surprised here if uh, you're going to have athletic directors superintendents and uh, other officials meeting here probably uh, within the next few days I wouldn't be surprised if we get uh, something down the line uh, next week regarding any kind of, uh, you know, modifications to the spring sports schedule uh, at all. You know, I mean, honestly, uh, if the spring sports schedule is uh, backed up, you know, maybe even into the middle part of April, I I don't think that would be, you know, necessarily uh, a bad thing. I mean, honestly, you don't really see uh, a lot of things kick into gear when it comes to baseball and softball or track and field until about the middle part of April, because usually about that ending part of March, early part of April, you know, still kind of soggy, kind of cold. You see a lot of games and uh, meets getting shifted around anyway so you know I I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we get a modification of schedules where you know we don't uh, really start any kind of competition until maybe the beginning of April or the middle part of April and uh, maybe even the end of April but I mean like I said that's for smarter minds than myself to try and decipher but I definitely uh, you know believe that you know this is something that uh, I definitely support uh, you know all the schools uh, taking action and you know regardless of you know what personal opinion you might have you know on this coronavirus and whatnot, I mean, we are not in the positions of schools. I mean, school districts, they have to act in the best interest of everybody, and they're going to be outside the scope of athletics here. So, I mean, the best thing that, uh, you know, we can do as sports fans and just people in general is uh, just sit back, wait, and, uh, you know, see what uh, judgments and rulings come down the pipe here. But uh, regardless, I mean, I uh, definitely uh, commend uh, any kind of proactive
respective uh, thoughts or uh, actions here uh, by our athletic directors and uh, you know school officials and such, just to uh, make sure that uh, our student bodies and uh, you know our athletes are safe uh, going forward here. And I uh, desperately hope that uh, we do get a spring sports season because uh, you know you just you want to see the school years end strong and not have you know the. Uh, uh, coronavirus, you know, have an impact on it and, uh, you know, possibly force uh, the cancellations of a season. You know, I just I don't want to see that, you know, for the fans, for the athletes, for the parents, you know, especially senior parents who have one last opportunity to see their student athletes perform. So definitely uh, hoping to see uh, some good modifications come and hopefully soon uh, we will have uh, some clarity on what might be coming up here with spring sports and uh, hopefully, you know, we start finding uh, cures and uh, really hope to uh, get things under control here. So yes, we're definitely uh, you know keeping great thoughts and uh, great support out there to those who are working diligently to try and find a cure and get this thing under containment. So uh, you know we as just people can you know get back to uh, some normalcy and uh, you know not have to turn on the news all the time and you know see this as the uh, big epidemic these days. So yes, definitely uh, passing along a lot of support to those who are working hard uh, to find the containment. But also, you know, again, uh, a big uh, kudos and, uh, you know, support as well to uh, all those who are going to have to make these tough decisions. And, of course, to the PIAA uh, as well for being a a very proactive entity as well, you know, doing their best uh, to make sure that uh, all parties are safe uh, in this time of need. But as the Northern Tier League Now podcast continues, you know, I guess, uh, you know, that we have gone into this podcast now almost, uh, what, 16, 17 minutes and yet to really dive into any sports. So, you know, I guess it would probably be a smart thing to really uh, get into that, shall we? So, yeah, let's do that. Let's get into some sports here and uh, let's talk some NTL basketball action uh, on the state side from last week. I mean, we had uh, one area team that uh, advanced out of the first round into the second round. And uh, for that, we want to send out a big congratulations and kudos going to uh, head coach Brent Kyes and the Wyalusing Rams. Of course, the Rams uh, with a big win over Millersburg uh, this past Saturday. Uh, They defeated Millersburg uh, back at Tawanda High School and, of course, advanced on into the uh, 2A second round uh, last night uh, where they ran into uh, a team that's really been a thorn in all kinds of basketball spectrums, uh, not only uh, in the Class A side, but the Double A side now, and of course, uh, going forward as well, a school that probably will continue to be a thorn in the side of uh, our Northern teams, and that's Math, Civics, and Sciences. Uh, you know, the Mighty Elephants, as they like to call themselves last night, defeating losing. and uh, if you've never heard of this school, this team is ended so many postseason runs, uh, not only in Class A boys basketball, but also, you know, now in double A as well. And uh, for real, uh, this Mighty Elephants team is a pain. And, uh, you know, this is a discussion for another day. But, uh, you know, a team like this, uh, you know, they're out of District 12, which, of course, is the Philadelphia area and a school, you know, that kind of abides, uh, you know, by, I believe, you know, no boundaries and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's a discussion for another day. But uh, for now, you know, Math, Civics and Sciences uh, taking down and ending yet another Northern Tier League team's uh, postseason hopes. But, uh, yes, they defeat Wyalusing last night and the Rams uh, postseason 
uh, comes to a close uh, after their loss last night. But uh, kudos again to Coach Kyes and the Rams for being able to find themselves in the second round. And uh, yeah, just the dream season uh, came to a close for him, but still a great job there by the Rams. Now, of course, uh, in other uh, postseason action uh, last weekend, uh, the Sare Boys basketball team found themselves taking on Holy Cross, the District 2 champion. Now, Holy Cross, uh, they've been a perennial power here in District uh, 2 and also into the state. I believe they've been at least an Elite 8 team uh, the last couple of years here in uh, state basketball, and uh, they took down the Sare Redskins last Saturday, so the Redskins season came to a close uh, in the first round last week uh, in state, so kudos to Coach Shaw and the uh, Sarah Redskins for that action. Now, of course, uh, also last week in boys basketball action on the state side, the uh, Athens Wildcats, you know, putting up a good fight, coming up just short, though, against District 2 champion Valley View uh, in the opening round of states. Uh, they hung tight there for a while, but, uh, you know, District uh, 2 basketball sometimes, I mean, those uh, teams, you know, they, uh, they've got a little reputation, you know. They are uh, really sneaky good. You know, I was just talking to you about Holy Cross a little bit ago, Valley View, you know, some other teams in there. I mean, the now defunct uh, GAR squad, uh, you know, used to be a thorn as well in some of our team sides come postseason time. But, you know, still regardless, District 2 basketball, uh, very good. And uh, Valley View last weekend. Uh, taking down the Wildcats. Now let's go on to the uh, Class A side where North Penn Liberty, oh man, did I feel bad uh, for the Mounties last week as they dropped a heartbreaker to District 3 champion Mount Calvary Christian, uh, the North Penn Liberty Mounties. Uh, a great season by Coach Litzelman and the Mounties as Mount Calvary Christian just barely beats North Penn Liberty 63-57. So uh, yes, uh, Coach Litzelman and the Mounties season comes to a close, but still a, a great job there done by North Penn Liberty to be able to uh, you know have the uh, District 4 uh, playoff berth and then the state playoff berth. And man, just had victories snatched away uh, by Mount Calvary Christian, but still a great job this year done by the North Penn Liberty Mounties. Now let's go on to the girls' side where in uh, Class 4A action, it was uh, the team of the Athens Lady Wildcats uh, taking on Allentown Central Catholic. That was uh, at the uh, Tawanda High School as well last Saturday, and Allentown Central Catholic came up and put a good stymieing defense on the Athens Lady Wildcats, and unfortunately for Coach Miller and the Lady Wildcats, their season came to a close as well, but still, you know, still a runner-up time for the Lady Wildcats in District 4, you know, they finished the season 22-6. and A great year nonetheless, but uh, unfortunately, yes, their basketball season came to a close as well. And finally, in Class A girls, it was Northeast Bradford uh, in action as they were on the road uh, for their uh, opening round game in uh, the state tournament. And, of course, uh, for Northeast Bradford last weekend, they went on the road to Warwick High School. They took on the District 3 champion Lancaster Country Day uh, for their opening round game. And, uh, you know, the Lady Panthers uh, gave Lancaster Country Day a pretty good run for a little bit. Lancaster Country Day, though, pulling away uh, in the end. And the Lady Panthers see their season come to a close as well after finishing 19-7. and So, yes, a uh, great uh, season had by a lot of our area basketball teams. And uh, definitely good to see uh, good representation in the state tournament. 
now, of course, uh, you know, as I said earlier, had any of our teams uh, advanced on into the quarterfinals, well, we'd be on a two-week hiatus right now. But, uh, you know, as it sits right now, you know, all of our area teams basketball-wise uh, see their seasons come to a close and now we get ready uh, for the spring sports season but of course you know as we uh, wave bye to basketball hey you know what we still had uh, some other action going on on the mats last weekend in Hershey that's right the Giant Center was a buzz as usual we're going to talk some state wrestling even talk with a state wrestler that's right we've got Keegan Braun from the Athens Wildcats coming up a little bit later on in the podcast as well so don't go anywhere because we're going to step aside again we've got some more great sponsors to thank we're going to thank our friends from mansfield university and endless mountains brace and mobility and we'll be back right here on the ntl now podcast at mansfield university newly reduced tuition and housing rates make a great education even more affordable plus small class sizes give you the value of a personalized education rather than being just a number at a large university Live the sweet life in Mansfield's on-campus residence halls, rated among the best in Pennsylvania. Learn more about how an affordable education at Mansfield University can benefit you at mansfield.edu. Endless Mountain Brace Mobility in Troy is a proud supporter of our area athletes in the Northern Tier League. Parents, don't just trust anyone if the athlete in your family is injured. Let the experts at Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility be there to help make the recovery process as easy as possible. Call them today for more information on how they can help at 570-297-2993. That's 570-297-2993. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5, and closed Saturday and Sunday. That's Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy. All right, and back here now on the NTL Now podcast. And, of course, we're going to dive into some state wrestling talk coming up here in just a little bit. But uh, before we really start uh, analyzing things, hey, why not get the reaction of uh, an actual state qualifier himself? And for that, uh, we welcome in uh, from Athens High School. Uh, he was an eighth-place winner last week. Give it up for uh, Mr. Keegan Braun joining us here on the podcast this week. Keegan, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How about you, Shane? Well, you know, it's uh, been uh, definitely a long week uh, for sure, you know, after the state tournaments and such. You know, it's time to uh, try to get back into uh, somewhat of a rhythm. But uh, for you, I mean, you've still got to be on cloud nine after last weekend, right? I am. It, it, it's, an, it was, it's surreal still. It just, it's awesome. So, Keegan, I want to uh, kind of – go back in time a little bit uh, with you because, you know, the States was obviously, you know, the uh, kind of the crown jewel of uh, this entire season. But, you know, as the uh, regular season went on, it was kind of interesting. Like, I kept telling people, you know, uh, Keegan Prond is going to be one of those guys at 285 to keep an eye on. Now, of course, I knew you were going to have to kind of, uh, you know, uh, claw and scratch a little bit. 285 was a really loaded weight class, you know, especially when we got to districts and such. But, uh, you know, the regional tournament I think is really where the light bulb came on for you. I mean, you end up in that elimination match uh, with Nevin Rauch of Milton, and uh, you know what's going on through your mind as you're getting ready uh, for that big matchup with Nevin. So, the same that my buddy Alex West, the 182 pounder, was wrestling before I did. So, I was kind of hoping he was going to win, and that would kind of drive my motivation to win and make it to states with him. So after he won, I was like, all right, now I got to win this. I was next on the mat, and 
I've gotten some advice from the other wrestlers that are wrestling before to look what to look out for. And um, he did what they told me he'd do. And I just kept wrestling. And um, I knew it would be a tough match. I'm pretty sure he was ranked in the state at the time. And I just knew this was for all the marbles. I win this, I'm going to the States for the first time in my whole career. And you go out, you take care of business. I mean, it was a tough battle there, uh, you know, for a little bit of time. And uh, I, I think there was like a couple times when I was, uh, you know, watching from up in the birdcage. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, you're looking good. You're looking good. And then there was, I think, a time where, you know, you two kind of got in a flurry. And I thought, oh, no, this could be uh, the downfall. You know, I mean, given the fact that, you know, Rouch has just been, you know, as you said, one of those, uh, you know, kind of state guys, you know, on the radar. And uh, somehow, you know, uh, as sometimes happens, you know, you got the leverage. You came out on the better end of it, and before I knew it, you were getting back points and a victory. Yeah, you did get a reversal at one point, but then I started getting a bunch of back points at one point in time in their match, and he chose down during the third period, and I decided to ride him out and see what I could do. Hopefully, I didn't get rolled. I knew that was coming at some point in time, and eventually I was able to stick him. Awesome times, and you know that, uh, of course, clinches your spot onto the state tournament uh, where that takes us, uh, you know, to last weekend. So, you know, before we really get into, you know, how the whole tournament unfolded, I'm curious, you know, what did, uh, you know, you and Coach Bradley and uh, Coach White and them kind of have as a strategy, as a plan for you, and, like, what expectations were you really thinking about going to Hershey? So, my big uh, thing was I was mainly supposed to do five things and stick to that plan. A lot of high shots, not even shots, just single legs and stuff. Uh, getting off bottom, not getting stuck on bottom. Um, routing on top, not getting, not giving up points here and there. Um, and one of the things that we worked on a lot throughout my whole career uh, was conditioning. So that was the main thing that I had over the top of my other opponents. Uh, me and West both, uh, yeah, conditioning. So like, while I'm the other opponent's tired, I'm over here, still feeling myself and wanting to wrestle while they're gassed. Now, speaking of you know being in shape, and you know we'll get back to the wrestling thing here just quickly. But uh, you know you, you kind of touched on it, so I want to kind of take it in a different direction. You know, for those who don't know, uh, you know you broke your foot in football season, and really, you know, you had to work your way kind of back into wrestling shape. You know, you were you had some time off where you really uh, couldn't do anything to keep yourself in shape. Right, basically the full, whole football season, first game, second quarter, I broke my ankle and it was kind of it wasn't too bad I was kind of like although I did miss football I'm glad it was the first game that I broke my ankle and not the last one because if it was the last one that was probably my wrestling career there you know so it was an uphill battle but eventually I got through it and then practice started after two weeks after I got my boot and stuff off and I definitely was out of shape but we eventually did get there and it did pay off 
All right, so now let's fast forward, you know, back to the wrestling tournament, of course. Uh, you know, you end up in a prelim pigtail matchup. Hey, you know, you get the win there. You know, then you end up taking on uh, a regional champion. Unfortunately, you know, things don't work out there. So you end up down in the consolation bracket. You get through to the blood round, and lo and behold, right in front of you uh, between you and a state medal ends up uh, being your Northern Tier League opponent, Dawson Brown, who had just beaten you back at the uh, sectional tournament. And, uh, you know, he uh, you know he had had your number previously. I mean, what's your mindset going into that matchup knowing, you know, you had a familiar foe, but, uh, you know, a guy who had kind of had your number? So I knew. So he's been beating me since my senior year and throughout my senior year this year. And so... I kind of expected what I was, or I expected what was coming out of him. And so each time the gap kept getting closed and closed, just like I was that much closer to beating him. And I knew this match would have meant the most to me. So I was on the floor, and the main thing with wrestling Dawson was um, it was a mind game. I knew that he had been a state qualifier the, uh, his previous year, so I was like, okay, I definitely don't have this. And he just, he's ranked in the state. He's just good wrestling overall. And that was the main barrier I had to get past. So I was on the floor and I kept telling myself, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I'm going to beat him. I'm not going to beat him. I was just going through the game plan. I got to pull on his head and just tire him out. And I went to the match. And the good thing was I came off a win and he came off a loss. So he kind of wasn't in the right mindset. So that kind of helped me out a little bit, I think. So, of course, you know, you get the win in the blood round uh, over Dawson Brown. And now, you know, you are basically into the medal round. I mean, from here on out, I had to think, you know, that, you know, for you, just knowing that, you know, you were going home with a state medal, that had to have just been, you know, the icing on the cake. So, I mean, when you, when you get back to, uh, you know, talking with Coach Bradley and them, you know, after knowing, you know, you were going to be in the medal rounds, uh, what's the game plan? What's the mindset there? I mean, are you are, are you satisfied there? Or, you know, are you, you know, prepping to say to yourself, hmm, you know, I've got a shot here. I've got to give full bore and see where I end up here. Part of me was still uh, satisfied with um... – making out of the blood round but then at the same time I was satisfied but at the same time I was gonna I was still gonna wrestle my butt off um to see how much higher I could place it didn't work out that way but I'm okay I'm okay with the results I had to have think, you know, or I had to think rather that, you know, you were like the uh, the happy kid in the candy store. I mean, you know, a season where, you know, the, the expectations, I don't know, were as high, but, uh, you know, end up uh, being probably more than uh, what you could have ever dreamed of for a senior season. Honestly, because going sophomore and junior year, I didn't even win a single match at districts. And then this year, I make it at districts, events, regionals. And then make it to that state tournament just is is awesome. And you know to think about you know just the hurdles you had to go through. Of course, uh, you know you you come out of districts. I think you were what the fifth seed out of districts, right? 
And of course, uh, right. you know, you get to regionals. Uh, you got to take on Lear Quinton your first matchup. Then you got to battle back uh, through the uh, bracket again. You find yourself, uh, you know, into the state tournament. You come home with an eighth place medal, and uh, you know you're, uh, you know, standing tall, standing proud, knowing, hey, you know, you had a, a great accomplishment here uh, for your senior year. Now, of course, uh, you know something I do want to share with you because you know you do have uh, a a relationship, of course, uh, with Jack Young, the head football coach there. You know, you've played for him over the years as well. Uh, I got to tell you and pass along a compliment uh, from him. You know, he said, you know, watching you in the postseason, he said that, you know, you were probably the most improved 285 pounder heavyweight, uh, you know, that he's seen in a while, just as far as, you know, your improvement uh, all the way up through your career. And what does something like that, you know, coming from, uh, you know, a coach that you've looked up to over the years mean? I love Coach Young to death, so like it means the world to me that he thinks me that way. Even though I did break my ankle during football, he still looked up to me um, as one of the valued players. So he's just a nice guy, and I appreciate him. I'm just I appreciate him. So now, of course, uh, you know, wrestling season's done. Uh, You know, you've got uh, some time on your hands to kind of look back and reflect. Now, I got to tell you, or rather I got to ask you, uh, is there a bigger cheerleader in your life than your mom? You know, I was hearing reports that, you know, there was only one voice that could be heard in the Giant Center while you were wrestling, and that was hers. She might be the best cheerleader. Um, But the best, I think, my favorite reaction, other than my mom's, would probably have been from uh, Coach Setzer. Uh, he's been watching me since eighth grade when I barely knew what a, like a half Nelson was. So he's been there from the beginning, and like he's been coaching me up since freshman year up to now. He's been beating my beating me up in the room and stuff, like making me improve, get better, just so I can beat these guys and actually get the medal that I got. And after I beat Dawson. I shook his coach's hands. I look over. I see the biggest smile on Coach Setzer's face. I run up to him, give him the biggest hug I possibly could. Just He didn't say much, but it, I knew it meant something to him. It meant something to both of us. Dude, I can hear, you know, so much joy and uh, elation going on, you know, in your voice right now. And I I still feel like, you know, surreal is uh, the best word you could have used to describe it all, you know, that you're still trying to uh, kind of process it and uh, take it all in. But, uh, you know, now that you, you know, have completed your wrestling season, you got that medal hanging up. I mean, uh, what do you, you know, kind of pass along now to uh, some of the younger guys there uh, in the weight room, you know, the uh, the next up and comers uh, for Athens wrestling? I mean, what's kind of the advice you give to uh, those kids now? So what I'm really excited about is we have the wall in our room, uh, which shows all the state medalists from way back when to now. And um, people will get to see my name on that wall. And the coaches will be able to tell kids that this kid had a losing record going into his senior year. And he walked away his career with a state medal. And he wasn't the greatest. But he did have heart, and that's all you need. That's just a great way to uh, really kind of, uh, you know, put a nice – 
uh, kind of cherry on top of uh, you know a wrestling season and kind of a great uh, message and legacy rather to uh, pass along on to uh, the future and uh, the up-and-coming Wildcats as well. And uh, Keegan, I know uh, you know it's another busy week uh, in the life of a high school senior, but uh, still want to take some time and uh, thank you so much for uh, taking some time on the NTL Now podcast. And uh, I'm glad we got to uh, kind of celebrate a little bit with you. Thank you. You can follow the NTL Now podcast on social media. Follow NTL Now on Facebook by searching NTL Now Podcast and on Twitter by following at NTL Now. Sheldon Seymour of Troy is going to win his second consecutive state championship as Seymour locks up the 120-pound crown as he is going to defeat Ryan Michaels of Elizabeth Forward by the final score of 7-4. Welcome back here on the NTL Now podcast this week. Shane Wilbur here. Glad to be with you. And uh, yes, you just heard some audio from uh, the uh, wrestling call uh, from the broadcast at the state tournament uh, last Saturday at Hershey as Sheldon Seymour wrapped up his 120-pound championship uh, over Ryan Michaels of Elizabeth Forward. So again, congratulations going out to Sheldon Seymour of Troy, a two-time state champion uh, now here in the Northern Tier League and of course a two-time state champion for Troy High School as well. So as we continue on again I want to thank Keegan Braun from Athens Area High School for joining me here this week on the podcast to talk about his experience at the state tournament and of course uh, you know last week as uh, we rolled into the Giant Center went down with 11 area wrestlers uh, you know from the northern section and of course came home with five state medal winners, of course, uh, you know, for the Athens Wildcats. Uh, Keegan Braun, of course, as we just talked to, you know, a medal winner there. And his teammate, Gavin Bradley, also coming home with a state medal as well as Gavin, uh, a seventh place finisher at 113 pounds down at the state tournament. Now, interesting enough for Bradley, uh, he actually had to win in the blood round to get himself into the state medal uh, contention and uh, had his uh, rubber match with Muncie's Scott Johnson, which he would uh, come away as the victor in that one and then would find himself uh, placing seventh uh, at the state tournament. So, yes, uh, congratulations going out to Gavin Bradley of Athens uh, for his great showing down at the state tournament last week. Of course, uh, other medal winners for uh, the area, of course, Nate Higley of Sullivan County coming away as a fourth-place finisher. Timmy Ward of Canton, of course, coming home with a sixth-place finish as well to round out our five area medalists and uh, for Timmy Ward you know I mean such a redemption and bounce back story uh, for him you know to be able to play sixth and uh, for him just to get into the medal round and uh, come home with a sixth place finish uh, I know after talking to him earlier in the year you know he's uh, able to uh, you know kind of accomplish his goal you know he said he wanted to get through the postseason wanted to get a home uh, a state medal and uh, you know considering where he was a year ago to 
where he is now. You know, I'm sure he is definitely well driven to find himself uh, more glory coming up uh, at the state tournament next year. But yes, congratulations again going out uh, to our five area medalists. Now, of course, uh, you know, sticking on the state uh, qualifier theme, uh, just, you know, quickly want to touch on, you know, some of the other qualifiers as well. Of course, we just talked about Timmy Ward. Hey, you know, he had uh, a few teammates there with him as well. Of course, uh, you know, you had Garrett Storch at 195 pounds uh, for Storch. You know, came out uh, with a really good uh, first matchup against uh, Garrett Boone of McGuffey. He comes out with the fall, uh, ends up, uh, you know, into the quarterfinals. Unfortunately, from there, uh, it was a very tough uh, Friday. Uh, for Storch at the state tournament. Uh, he ends up taking on a top five wrestler in Braden Herbster. Uh, from there, he winds up uh, down into the uh, consolation round uh, where he ran into uh, Van Tassel, who was also uh, a top five uh, kid in the state as well. Of course, uh, Van Tassel out of uh, Union City. I believe he was, uh, I think, third or fourth uh, at 195 pounds uh, into this bracket. Uh, you know, he came in. 35 and 8 or something like that into this matchup. And, uh, you know, Storch wrestled really well uh, in the early going, but, uh, you know, as the uh, match wore on, you just kind of saw, I think, uh, you know, some of the weight given up, uh, you know, and just kind of the skill set of Van Tassel uh, come into that action as he would eventually pick up the fall over Storch, and uh, Storch's time at the state tournament uh, would be done uh, into the blood round. But still, you know, for the Canton senior, what a, uh, you know, postseason for him. Of course, you know, he bumps up to 195 pounds to try and give himself uh, the best place uh, to get two states. You know, he goes through a couple of rough weeks at districts and regionals. Of course, he's got to wrestle Gage Garcia, who was the eventual state champion at 195. And, uh, you know, Storch gets to states. Hey, he won a match. You know, I got a chance to talk to him. And, uh, you know, he was excited. He was disappointed in the fact that, you know, he didn't get the medal. And, of course, you know, every wrestler there at states uh, comes home disappointed, you know, if they don't bring home a medal. But for him, you know, to qualify, to win a match, you know, that was really, you know, some of the priorities uh, for his uh, wrestling career to finish. And, uh, you know, to think that, you know, it was, uh, you know, the blood round where he got to, you know, to think that, you know, he lasted into day two. And, uh, you know, he, he wrestled his heart out. And, you know, that's kind of the way uh, the season came to a close for him. And uh, he went down fighting, you know, just as he had all season long. So, uh, yes, yeah, a great showing there. For Garrett Storch. Now, of course, uh, also at 182 pounds, you had Derek Ather Tenili of Canton. Ather Tenili had a, a rough state tournament. You know, I mean, he ended up in a pigtail match to start. Uh, he was defeated there. And then, of course, uh, he dropped down into the first round of consolations and uh, he was eliminated there by fall as well. So for Ather Tenili, this was a great learning experience. I think for him and teammate Hayden Ward, you know, two guys who really hadn't had that big taste of postseason success yet. Uh, I think this was huge for both of them as uh, Atherton Ely and Hayden Ward, you know, can say, hey, look, you know, we know what it takes now uh, to get to the big stage at the Giant Center in Hershey. And, you know, even though uh, Hayden Ward was in a really loaded 132 bracket, I mean, his first matchup against Ian Oswald Burrell, who ended up being the uh, runner-up at 132 pounds, you know, really uh, was kind of that, uh, you know, giving point for Ward, you know, that, you know, he still did have work to do. Of course, Ward would battle back with a win in consolations. And then, of course, uh, with 
would be eliminated uh, in, on uh, Friday morning as well. But, you know, for him and uh, Ather Tennealy both, I think this was a great opportunity for them just to gain experience, to come down, see what it was all about. And, uh, you know, we'll see uh, what brings to them next year with Ather Tennealy being a senior and Ward uh, being another year season up uh, as a sophomore. Now, of course, uh, other wrestlers here at the state tournament, you had uh, Alex West of Athens uh, West came down to the state tournament. He was actually uh, eliminated in two matchups as well. He lost his first matchup at the state tournament uh, by fall, and then uh, when he got down into the consolations, he uh, lost a heartbreaker uh, by a score of 5-4, to four, but for West, capitalizing off a great senior year as well. Of course, as you just heard a little bit earlier, uh, you know, he was a really big influence for Keegan Braun to be able to find his way uh, as a medalist uh, down at states as well. Also, let's see here, 220 pounds. You had Jackson Chilson of, uh, you know, why losing Chilson, uh, you know, came in as, uh, the Northeast two seed. He was a uh, decision 13 to four in his first matchup. And then, uh, looking forward at, uh, Chilson's next matchup, he was actually defeated by, uh, district four's own Zach Poust of Benton. Uh, he defeated Chilson seven to one in the consolation. So Chilson, uh, was a one day and dunner as well, uh, on Thursday at the state tournament. Uh, but for Chilson, you know, uh, coming into this one, I I think uh, he's got some good experience uh, from this state tournament as well. Unfortunately, you know, his senior year didn't end as planned. But, hey, you know what? You still got there. And to be in the uh, top uh, 20 at states, that's a big thing uh, in the state of Pennsylvania for sure. Now, of course, uh, you know, going back through and uh, checking out uh, some of the other places and uh, state qualifiers as well here at the state tournament, of course, uh, you know, at 132 pounds. You know, I mentioned it earlier, Hayden Ward of Canton uh, coming away uh, with uh, you know a one and two finish, but uh, for the freshman to get down to the state tournament and uh, find himself uh, with uh, you know just a uh, one and two finish, be able to get a win at states, that's huge uh, for him. You know to gain experience as he's going forward, and then of course uh, back up to the top where uh, it was uh, Dawson Brown of Northeast Bradford. Now of course Brown uh, made his way into the quarterfinals. He came up with a three-one sudden victory win to get himself into the quarterfinals uh, on Friday morning. However, after that, uh, you know, Brown was defeated in the quarterfinals by Bronson Strauss, an ultimate tiebreak, and then uh, Brown would find himself in the blood round against Keegan Braun, and Braun comes away with the 3-1 win in uh, route to being a state medalist. So, hey, you know, uh, that's just kind of the way the cookie crumbles sometimes down at the state tournament. But, yes, uh, I mean, we had uh, a lot of great uh, area representation down there, and uh, for those uh, 11 qualifiers to get there, I mean, that was huge. Of course, you know, you get uh, four from Canton. Uh, we had three from Athens down there. And of course, uh, you know, one wrestler each from uh, Troy, of course, uh, Northeast Bradford, uh, Sullivan County, and Wyalusing. So yeah, you know, definitely awesome to see uh, all of the great uh, representation we had there. And of course, uh, again, congratulations going out to all of our medalists. Of course, Sheldon Seymour of Troy, the 120-pound state champion, you know, again, as he uh, repeats for the second time uh, at the state tournament. Now, of course, Seymour was actually uh, supposed to have himself uh, another weekend of wrestling, but unfortunately, you know, as we kind of reverse back uh, with this coronavirus, uh, I saw a headline today 
that uh, you know the Pittsburgh Wrestling Classic has been canceled, so Seymour won't have the opportunity to do that. But just for the fact that he was going to represent Team Pennsylvania in the Pittsburgh Wrestling Classic, that is huge uh, notoriety for him. And of course, as he gets ready now to uh, get ready to train and uh, graduate high school, and then uh, you know he'll be off to Lehigh. So congratulations to see Seymour come away uh, with the uh, first place finish and another state title under his belt there at 120 pounds. And of course, you know, our other medalists, Gavin Bradley with uh, a seventh for Athens, Keegan Braun an eighth for Athens, and of course, Nate Higley, Sullivan County with a fourth place finish. And uh, we rounded out, of course, congratulating Timmy Ward as well with his sixth place finish too at the state tournament. So, you know, you go down with 11, you come home with five medals. Hey, that's a great turnabout here for the North. And of course, you know, that just means, uh, you know, in 365 days when wrestling season's back and the state tournament comes along, well, we'll see uh, what uh, qualifiers we have next year. And, uh, you know, for 11 this year, I thought that was a really good number as far as wrestling goes uh, for our area. You know, I was kind of on the fence. I was about uh, 11 to 15 uh, going from districts to regionals. You know, I thought maybe there was a couple other guys that uh, if they fought their way through might find themselves at the state tournament too. But hey, 11 qualifiers this year, uh, a great year. And uh, to see five medalists come home as well. That was awesome uh, from the North. But, uh, you know, as they say, all good things do come to an end, and that kind of puts the uh, cap and gown and bow and whatever you want to call it on the uh, wrestling season. Now, of course, uh, one other thing we'll touch on here probably in the next week or two is I'm sure all-star teams and voting are uh, going to be coming out as well. So definitely looking forward to seeing who uh, comes out uh, on the uh, all-star ballots for both uh, boys and girls basketball and, of course, wrestling uh, as well. So we'll look forward to breaking that down, and hopefully uh, Joe can join me next week. Those uh, will be released, and we can kind of talk about that more as well uh, in uh, next week or the week after's podcast too. But as I said, you know, kind of keep your eyes uh, on some bulletin board material here over the uh, next uh, few days. I have a feeling, like I said, uh, we're going to see some meetings uh, getting ready to happen, and uh, we'll see what's on the uh, tab here for spring sports uh, moving forward and uh, what information we'll have uh, going forward with that. But, uh, you know, uh, not wanting to end on a dampening note, but, uh, you know, still just want to uh, keep folks aware, you know, that uh, schools are, uh, you know, in the process of doing what's best uh, in regards to uh, this coronavirus uh, epidemic that we have going on. So, yes, we definitely have to be diligent and we uh, definitely have to uh, see what the school districts are going to do here uh, in the best interest interest of uh, our students, student athletes, and communities as well. All right. Well, you know what? That will uh, about do it here for another week of the NTL Now podcast. And as I said, uh, keep it tuned here uh, next week. Hopefully, we'll have the uh, all-stars that uh, we can talk about, and we'll break it down more and uh, see what other information uh, we have moving forward. And of course, remember, uh, don't forget to check out those uh, two benefits coming up here in just a couple of weeks as well for Athens football and Canton football as well. Uh, You can check out their Facebook pages uh, for more information on that and uh, see how you can support Athens and Canton football here over the weekend of March 28th and 29th. So definitely uh, keep looking up more information on that. 
But again, uh, congratulations to our area basketball teams and wrestlers as well for their great showings and representation, not only through uh, you know the district postseason, but also into the state tournament as well. Great showing again by the Northern Tier League, and uh, definitely love to see that uh, as we continue on with more great success here in the Northern Tier League. But again, want to encourage all of the listeners out there, hey, make sure you are going on to our social media sites. Hey, give us a follow on Twitter at NTLNet. Go to our Instagram, uh, NTL Now Podcast, and of course on Facebook as well, NTL Now Podcast too. And uh, give us a like, give us a share, give us a follow, tag us, do whatever you have to do. Spread the word to your friends. Hey, you know, the following keeps growing, and uh, you know, the sponsorships uh, are going to keep rolling in as well. And of course, uh, a big thank you uh, to those sponsors as well who keep making this podcast possible uh, each and every week. So, with that, again, uh, a big thank you to all of the listeners all of the sponsors as well and uh, thanks for making yet another great week of the NTL Now podcast but for now it is time for me to fly get ready for another great uh, weekend and uh, I'll be back next week hopefully uh, with my good buddy Joe Carrion and we'll bring another edition of the podcast to you but thanks again and uh, I'll talk to you next week I'm Shane Wilbur you've been tuned in to another great edition of the NTL Now podcast and of course as always the NTL Now podcast an exclusive presentation of me Field University, Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility, and of course, Circle W Sports. Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Thank you for listening to the Northern Tier League Now podcast, an exclusive production of Circle W Sports, Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility, and Mansfield University.